so good. So good. Come on, Ohio. You know it's good when you're here in the house. Amen. Some have been watching us from Ohio. Hey, wherever you're watching us online today, would you just chat it up and send us a note real quick so that we know where you are from? You never know. We might make a house call, especially for those in Hawaii right now. We've, we just feel called to that. Amen. We're glad that you guys are all with us, whether in the house or in your house. Uh, thank you for joining us and, and being a part of this. I'm telling you, aren't you glad you woke up and you, you tuned in today? Pastor West, you doing okay over there? You're all spread out like dominating that second row over there. Hey, listen, today may be the best Sunday out of the calendar year. We've had some lousy ones around here, have we not? You watch out. Hey, I remember we took 17, 17 Sundays, we weren't able to gather like this. And in the midst of that, man, we, it was fun for us this week to be able to look back and still trace the hand of God and how he's working, saving, redeeming, people joining, people giving, serving in this community. You know, I love it. I love it too. God be the glory. Great things he has done. Amen. Let's just celebrate it. Come on, clap. Clap for God. If you love him, you're going to clap. Come on, at, at home. Right now at BJ's Brew House, clap it up for Jesus. Let's go. Right? Hallelujah. So good. So good. Man, I, I, I'm excited. I'm like a fat kid in a candy store today, okay? It's awesome. This is a good day, and we're glad that you, you guys are, are here. We're in this series entitled Gifts. Tis the season, right? It's the most wonderful time of the year. You guys, I know, have been, been shopping and, and giving gifts. We were gone for a couple of days, and I had to make sure somebody you know, checked my front porch because my wife is just killing it on Amazon right now. And uh, I took a side gig. I'm actually a delivery driver now for Marco's Pizza because I just, she's spending it, you know? That's all right. It's good. Uh, I hope something's got my name on it, but that's okay. But, but the, we, we love to give gifts, right? We started talking about this is the season of gift giving, right? We spend about $968, I believe, is the average that you'll spend on gifts this season. You'll give about six gifts per person, you know, or uh, some of you, like if this is your kid's first Christmas, you're like going really overboard with that. Um, but we love to give gifts. We talked about last week that God loves gifts. He, in fact, he's demonstrated he's a gift giver. You know God's a gift giver. Come on. Hey, we just saying about it, but has God been faithful to you in any form or fashion? Come on. And I was just telling the, the front row, man, they, I, they're like second guessing their decision to sit down front with us now, but, but I, his faithfulness never runs out. You know, God's good and his goodness never ends. He never runs out of goodness. And last week we talked about that and he's good and he gives gifts. And, and I love what Pastor Todd said in the announcement. And just real quick, I want to challenge us that, you know, in this season of gift giving, can, can, what, can we consider giving a gift to the house of the Lord? Can we do that? You know, and I know that so many of you are faithful and you give, and those of you even watch, we make it easy. You can give digitally. You don't have to be here in person, you know. We don't pass flying saucers on Sunday mornings. We have my best boxes at the back. You know, we don't do that, but we just, you've been faithful. But could we all consider giving a gift? You're gonna give gifts. Hey, could we not neglect the house of the Lord? Because here's the deal. Here's what I love about the gifts that you give to this house. God takes it, breathes on it, and does so much more with your gift and what you think he could do with it. You may know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's stories in scripture, of the widow that gave just a small portion, but God used it. There's, there's so much, hey, a little boy bringing a lunch. Hey, I don't have much. I got just a few fish and chips, but God, 
breathes on and he magnifies it and uses it to do great and awesome things. I'm telling you what might happen. I got, can I tell a story? I mean, I can't, I got like 20 minutes left. So just listen, listen. I had a gentleman in the first service that said, man, you, you had me all crying today. I'm like, that's, that's my goal, to make a grown man cry. I love that. I love that. That's what I do. No, but he said, I just, the spirit of God was at work and, and messing with me. And, and he said, you know, he said, we, he said, I sit down and I, I give gifts. To, I write out gifts to so many different organizations or groups and things like that. He said, and the spirit of God was just saying, man, g- g- give to the house. Because to the house, you're reaching people in Indonesia and across the street, through, 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 through the house, we're, we're, we're preaching an eternal message that will never fade away. Here's the deal. You, you, you spend a lot of time. You'll, you'll spend about 15 hours searching for that special gift for that special someone. Ladies, you do twice as much, they tell us. I'm just the deliverer. I don't do the research. But that gift will soon fade away or they outgrow it. You remember those tough skins your mama bought you at Christmas, right? You outgrow those things. Uh, you, you, and, but what we do when we give to the house of the Lord, it's of eternal significance. Hallelujah. Anyway, God is a giver of good gifts. And we looked at this verse last week in James chapter one, verse 17. You don't have this, just trust me. It says this, every good gift, what kind of gift? Good gift. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and it comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. God loves to give his children good gifts. And I love what James says, and they're perfect. God knows exactly what you need. And today I want to unpack that a little bit. And I've got to fly through this. And we're going to throw a lot of verses at you today. You guys okay with the Bible? Anybody? Okay. Um, uh, we're going to read some scripture today, and, and, and I'm just going to let you know right now, don't zone out on me because here's the deal. You have a homework assignment this week. Come on, preacher. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. It, but, but this is finals week at school, college, and, 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 and lower levels. This is finals week. And so moms and dads, I know you've been homeschooling for the last 10 months. Some of those kids, it's time. We're, we're all going to have an assignment this week, all right? Look at your neighbor right now and say, can he count on you to take this. Come on, ask them. It's going to be awesome. I want you today to understand something. God is a giver of gifts. Scripture says that. And they're good and they're perfect. All right. And God has given us gifts. We looked at last week. He gave us his son, Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, right? And we even know that Jesus modeled, much like Pastor Chach was, was talking about how his, he's passed, his father passed on fishing to him. He's passed on fishing to, to his kids. Hey, God passed on something to his son, Jesus, this idea of giving a gift. You know why? Because Jesus left us with the gift called the Holy Spirit. Amen? And that's what we want to talk about today. This gift that we've been given called the Holy Spirit. And here's what you need to understand about this gift, the Holy Spirit. He gives gifts too. Wow. And so check this out. I'm no, this just makes sense to an old athlete. God gives gifts through Jesus. Jesus gives gifts through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts. And check this out. We should also be generous in giving gifts. Hallelujah. 
In Romans chapter, not, yeah, Romans chapter five, verse five says this. For we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Now check this out. The Holy Spirit of God is a big enough gift in itself. But when you begin to unpack and think about all these gifts that the Spirit gives us, I'm telling you, it just takes the Holy Spirit, and to me, to another level. I mean, God, he, he's a gift. What is the, the Holy Spirit is what communicates with us. Through, have you ever had... Mm, you ever had something just inside of you, like, like, oh, you know what? Maybe I, I should step into this situation to minister right now. And something's just welling up within you, that urge. Or, or maybe, anybody like a preacher, have you ever made a poor decision? Anybody? Come on, I know. Come on, confess that right now. And, and, but that's the Holy Spirit says, you know what, that was wrong. Or, or you say, you know, I think I should. The Holy Spirit is, is God's way of communicating with us. Sometimes it's that internal trigger as well. The Holy Spirit is what, as you read the word of God, reveals truth. Truth is not discovered. It's revealed to us through the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, check this out. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ and have said yes to his son, remember for God so loved the world that he gave us his one and only son, that whoever works for him, no, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For those of you that have said yes to Jesus Christ, check this out. The Holy Spirit has been deposited within you, the very Spirit of God. And if I have the Spirit of God within me, Jesus reminded his disciples when he gave that Spirit, he said this, through him you will do even greater things. You see, the disciples had, had an advantage of Jesus walking beside them daily for three years. But I'm telling you, we have a beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit in us that is consuming us. What does he do for us? He also empowers us. He's given us these gifts to use. And these gifts, a lot of times, are things that uh, we aren't able to manufacture on our own. I'm not talking about talents and abilities. We're going to be talking today about special giftings that God has given us. And why is he, he giving them to us? So that we can brag about them and let people know, oh, this is my, no. He's given us these gifts so that we can use them to advance his kingdom. Come on. Anybody want to advance the kingdom of God? Amen. See, that's the kingdom we're working for. We're trying to advance his kingdom. It's the Holy Spirit of God that gives us the power to, to continue to tell this story of Jesus proclaiming the gospel to the ends of the earth. It's the Holy Spirit at work within us that helps us make disciples as we go in his name. This gift of the Holy Spirit is a big deal. But today, if we can, I want to begin to share with you some of these gifts that the Holy Spirit is passing out to us watching today, wherever we are. Spiritual gifts, gifts to be used to advance the kingdom of God. We all have them. It's a gift, right? God's given us. I love the verse in Ephesians 4, 7 says he's given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. I've received this gift not by my work or my effort or my own studies or trying to graduate in giftings. No, no. I've received this gift through the generosity of Jesus. It's a grace gift. 
Much like salvation was a, a gift of grace that Jesus gave us. So is this spiritual gift that we're gonna unpack for you today. I'm so excited. This is a fun subject for me. I love to, to, to see people begin to understand how they're gifted and how they're wired. And again, I want, I want you to know something. There's something in you, believer, that needs to be unloosed, unleashed. You need to wreak havoc on the world with it. Is that not humbling to you? That, that God would choose to use you to advance his kingdom here on earth. Does God need us? He's God. Come on, have you read Genesis? That he created everything. He's a pretty incredible God, right? And, and, and he didn't have to consult with us or anyone. He just created all things, right? He doesn't need us. Why would he choose to work through us here on earth? Does God not have a legion of angels probably? Thousands upon thousands that, that are more than able to accomplish his work here on earth? But it's interesting to me that even as you read the pages of scripture, there are times in which God just does it. There are times in which he uses angels. But time and time again, the Bible is filled with common, normal, ordinary, everyday people like you and me that God chooses to accomplish his work through. Wow, no pressure there, right? That it rests on us now. It does. But God has chosen a spiritual gift for you. Listen, I know me, and there are times in which I'm going, God, are you really sure about this? And I know some of you too, and I'm like, seriously, God, you, you're, you're entrusting this to us. And he's given us a spiritual gift, and he wants you to use that for the advancement of his kingdom. Not yours, so that no man could boast like salvation, but his kingdom. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you're gifted. There's something in you that you need to let out. Be careful, but God wants to unleash something through you here on earth. What are these spiritual gifts? These are these special instruments, these things that God has placed in us to execute his plan here on earth. God wants to work through you. And here's why we're going to camp out and spend some time with this today and wrap it up next week. It's because I believe that it's important for every one of us in the church to come to an understanding of what our gift or gifts are, but then how we can utilize those that he's made available to us. You know what so many people in churches do? But, but by the way, let's just do this. And those of you watching us online, how many of you by round of applause, by round of applause, do not know what your spiritual gift is. Let me hear you clap. Come on. Two. Awesome. There was nobody in the first service. I'm going, great. I don't know why we're here. Let's go home, right? <laughs> so what that means is there's a lot of us that are watching or listening today that understand and know what our gifts are, right? How are you using them? If you know what that, well, what are you doing to use it? We're going to talk more about that next week. Today, I just kind of want you to understand that you've got something placed in you by the Holy Spirit of God that he wants to use. But can you imagine a church unleashed operating in their gifts? Hide it under a bush. 
No, we learned that as kids, did we not? We're gonna let our light shine. And, and, and my concern is that for so many of us within the body of Christ, not just this house, but, but we, we've, we, we, we may know what our gifts are, but, but have we truly utilized those for kingdom work? It does no good for me to unwrap a gift, but then not use it. The same is true with this area of spiritual gifts. Listen, you, you are doing the Father in heaven a disservice by identifying and understanding and knowing what your gift is, but never putting it to practice. Come on, somebody. Where do you utilize those? What are spiritual gifts? They're these things that the Spirit works through us to accomplish his work here on earth. And, and I love what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses four through seven. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. So these spiritual gifts come from who? The spirit. Keep that in mind, spiritual, get it? You see what I did? Spiritual, spirit. The, these gifts are given to us by the spirit. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways. Some translations say he manifests himself in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other out. There are basically three types of spiritual gifts. There are ministry gifts, there are, are, are gifts of manifestation, and then there are motivational gifts, okay? Now, I, I, I can't unpack every specific individual one of those, but let me just read scripture to you and see if you can begin to maybe identify what some of these gifts that the Spirit gives us that are to be used when it comes to kingdom advancement. First of all, the gifts of ministry, the, 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 these gifts that are basically used to serve and, and, and meet the needs of people minister. You administer, minister these gifts. Look what it says in, in the book of Ephesians chapter four, beginning in verse 11. It gives us a list of these ministering gifts. And, and by the way, listen, there are researchers and theologians that are all over the spectrum when it comes to what the gifts are and how many they, there are. Some say seven, some say 14, some say 21. Here's what I I say, it really doesn't matter to me. Whatever God wants to do, bring it on. That's where I'm at with it, okay? I, I, I just want to walk in the fullness. I want everything that God has for me, and I want everything that God has for you as well. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 4. It says, now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors, and the teachers, and their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. There are some spiritual gifts that God assembles within the church to equip all of us when it comes to works of ministry. Specific ministry roles. Did you see what those were listed there? We oftentimes call these the five-fold ministry gifts. Did you see what they were? Apostles. Some of you are called to be a prophet, some evangelists and pastors and teachers, right? Not everyone is called to, to have a job or a responsibility within the church. That's why I love when it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 also that, 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 that there's another, but we all are called to help others. So you could maybe add kind of a, a helper as well when it comes to ministry within 
this body. Now there's a second group of spiritual gifts, not just ministry gifts, but, but manifestation gifts. And I wanna encourage us, you've gotta be careful here. Because you know what happens in this category? These are the gifts that some people think are a little bit more attractive to others. Oh man, if I just, I don't wanna be a pastor, but man, if I had this one, ooh yeah. Gotta be careful that we not become more enamored with our gift than the one who gave it to us. And that's my concern with so many people when it comes to spiritual giftings. They wave their banner and their flag, and this is what I am. By the way, if you have to tell somebody what you are or what your gift is, you probably aren't that or do not have it. They ought to be able to see that in you, right? They, they, they ought to see that in, in your life. I don't walk around saying, I have the gift of pastoring. No, <laughs> they ought to see that in me. They ought to see the heart of a shepherd, right? Does that, make, does that make sense to you? But listen, be careful with any of these gifts, but especially when it comes to these manifestation types of gifts, because we, we like to raise these above others, and we'll talk more about that next week. Let me just tell you, they're all important. And there, there's not one of you in this room that possesses all these gifts, 7, 14, or 21, right? They're all important and they're all needed. In order for us to be the body and to advance the kingdom like we're called to, it's gonna take all of us. Are you with me on that? Okay, look what it says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning verse seven. It says, a spiritual gift is given to each one of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still yet to another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So the Spirit's able to give gifts, right? And he's gonna determine where, he, it's not that we can, we should strive to attain and, and grab this gift. We should allow the Spirit to have his way in us and do what he wants to do. Listen, these are not something to attain. These are something to use and exercise. Listen, th th this is a weapon for us to fight with. This is a tool that we use, these gifts of the Spirit to advance the kingdom of God. But you see there, messages of wisdom or knowledge, faith, gifts of healing. There's miraculous powers mentioned, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, right? Speaking in different tongues or languages. And then there's this gift of interpretation of the tongues, ministry gifts, Motivational gifts, and, and lastly, real quick, because Ezra's here, and that's my cue. He probably ought to come up like when I start, just so I wrap it up, right? But, but then, listen, there's a third category called motivational gifts. And, and these are the gifts and how we relate to others. Let me read to you what the word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 12 about these gifts. He says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. 
If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God gives you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Motivational gifts, prophesying, serving, teaching, leading, encouraging, giving, showing mercy. Use those gifts well. Here we go. You ready? This is test week. And you may or may not know, I know that if you went through our Rooted study, round of applause, how many of you have been through Rooted in 19? Good. By round of applause, how many of you would recommend it to people that have not been through Rooted? See, yeah, it's awesome, it's good. You guys took some sort of testing like this at the end of your study, but for others, you may not know. So listen, we have made available for you online a spiritual gift assessment. You can find it by going to our website, 1910-1910church.com. On the main page, you're going to see this banner in which you can click that and it's going to take you to the spiritual gift assessment. Guys, listen, you have six days to do this. Don't you show back up next Sunday without taking this test. I want to lead a congregation that's ready to move. I want to lead a church that understands their gifting and is ready to utilize it in the kingdom of God. I need some people that have the gift of wisdom. Don't I, Angie? I need some people that have the gift of healing. I need some people that have the gift of teaching. We need people that have the gift of encouraging others. Can you imagine all of us knowing what our giftings are and then unleashing that on the kingdom? Gates of hell will shudder. They won't be able to stand a church unloosed on earth. So you got six days to take it. Now, if this is your last Sunday at 1910 or you're second guessing your decision, that's fine. You don't have to take it. But if you come back, I want you to know what your gift is. Because as we move, which is our word for the year, move, we need to be ready to go with God. Are you with me? Hey, listen, our culture needs us, the church, to no longer be content with gathering and singing some incredible songs and sitting in a comfortable padded chair. But our country needs a church that comes, that loads up, and gets ready to storm the gates of hell. Unloosed, unleashed on a world that is in need. You have a gift. You might have more than one. We want you to be able to understand that Holy Spirit, reveal that to us. In fact, stand with me now and I'm gonna pray over you. Our ministry team are gonna come and make themselves available down front. They are operating and using their gifts here today to encourage, to pray with, give a a, a word of wisdom. Maybe some of them may prophesy over you that something God reveals to them. Listen, there is nothing uniquely special about these people here, except they open up their lives to be used by God in in a supernatural way. But I wanna pray that for all of us right now. In fact, let's just put our hands out like we're ready to receive, okay? Let's receive. God, I pray this week would be a transformational week for everyone in this room or that are dialed in watching us right now. As we carve out time to press into you, Holy Spirit, 
asking you, hey, how have you gifted me? God, what, what do you want to do through me to advance your kingdom? Fathers, as many will take, I pray that everyone would take this assessment just to see where they're at. God, that they would discover how they're gifted and wired. God, not just so they can say I mastered a test or fulfilled what the pastor asked me. No, no, that they would awaken to a new reality that you might have for their life to exercise that gift and to use it. So as we unwrap, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would reveal, show us how you want to use us. Lord, I'm excited to see a church empowered by the Spirit, loosed in our country and around the world. We need a move of the Spirit, do we not? And listen, the move of the Spirit comes when the church moves. Wow, tweet that mess. Move of the Spirit comes when the church moves. So God, use us, not for our glory, but all for yours. It's in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus we pray. Everybody said, amen.